I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. What's going on? Happy Hump Day. Good afternoon and welcome to the bottom line. Uh, 100.7 to score, 107score.com. The 100.7 score mobile app brought to you by Happy State Bank, as well as yours on television, Fox 34 News Now. However, and wherever you join us from, we're glad that you've chosen to make us part of your Wednesday. We being myself, Choice Woodman, and to my right, Matt Esteson. We champ, right? Have that right? Okay. We, we, yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> Got Clint Scott across the way taking care of us. You may also hit us up. Thoughts, comments, questions, hopes, dreams, whatever you got, bring it in. Reaction to uh, the beauty we saw on the basketball court last night. All of that welcome on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We're with you for the next three hours. So we'll get into, uh, of course, some hoopage talk, some, uh, some NFL as the uh, big playoff weekend is on the on the horizon, what's good, man? How are you? I'm good, man. Good. Not the first time we've done a show together, but the first time I think we've done this show together. So yeah. second time, second we've done a time. show together. We're still on single hand. So we are two. show number two. Show number two. Number three, my lord. <laughs> number two. Nobody. Diablo's number one. That's where I thought you were going. No. Anybody get my reference? Say it again. One more time. Slow it down. Number three, my lord. No. That'd be Shrek. Shrek. Okay. When they're trying to pick the uh, window, which princess to go after. Second time uh, Shrek has been brought up this week. This week, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I From was, you. I was way off. I was thinking like the little guy off the 300. Okay. The guy that, that's what you sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> the one that Fair enough. stabbed him in the back. It's basically the same person. <laughs> yeah. I'm really sure. The little humpback gladiator. <laughs> yeah, that's what he sounded like. I started... Humpback gladiator for short horse name. No doubt. That's a horse name. And that one's getting through, too. I'm having to type that one down before I, I forget. Um, that was a, a pretty nice game last night. You were a fan of offense, for sure. The uh, Red Raiders look pretty good. Taking out Oklahoma State, 90-73. to Texas Tech, 2-0. Most, I would guess, that were honest with themselves, would not have had the Red Raiders at 2-0 uh, through two games in Big 12 play. Where's your uh, your dauber on this team, optimism level? <sighs> you know, Have you let yourself believe yet? I was talking about this earlier um, at the other job today that I think the football season – ruined me of drinking the juice so early so Fair. i remain optimistic okay. i think that i'm with you i don't i didn't see a a 2-0 and o start in big 12 play i would have said you know one and one to 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 start big 12 play but i like everything that the team has done i like the consistency the way the ball moves on offense mm-hmm. you know like last night everybody shot exceptionally well um with the exception of Toussaint, but he, you know, again, just a good game from the team. So I'm, I'm optimistic. We'll, we'll see, you know. So just basically holding your horses at this point. Pretty much. I'm not drinking the juice yet. Okay. So that's fine. But and I we'll, like what they look like so far. We'll see how much uh, he's holding the horses back at this moment. When, uh, when we get to our Big Twelve power rankings coming up at twelve thirty. So okay. Uh, we'll, we'll dive into that. Uh, but, but you're winning. Again, against and we talked about it yesterday, but that was a game you couldn't lose. You just can't go lose that game after you win in Austin, or it deflates every bit of the uh, the balloon that you aired up in Austin. Yep. Um, but it was a little bit of a slow start. Uh, Tech takes care of business handily after that. Kind of keeps them at arm's length between fifteen and twenty points for the majority of the second half, and you showed that. Uh, Man, I don't know what to attribute it to. If it's all coaching, because I think you've got a fantastic coach over there on the sideline, or if it is 
uh, a roster that's just coming together at the right moment or a team that can actually knock some threes down that you haven't had in the last few years. There's a lot of things that are different about this team, definitely than last year, but then the last few years. Yeah, they for this year they just they seem to they're starting to gel mm-hmm. um, better. And you know, aside from the injury that started, I mean we're we're an extremely small roster from top to bottom. Sure, but that's something that I'm starting to see more as Warren Washington is just he seems to be playing more just more of like a, a a big man not so much worried about the small ball stuff maybe playing like a smaller guard like he is our true only big man long as he continues to play the way he does and, and kind of remembers that and I think that they'll be fine you know in, in terms of last night like I said the, the shooting last night when when you shoot like we did last night and you 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 know and you only have one one guy that's not shooting so well for you um, you're gonna win a lot of your games you know yeah. seven for 13 on the three-point line is is yeah that's that's you know, it's it's not so much just throwing the three ball up and hoping they go in, but when you have that that kind of success back there, I mean, you don't have to shoot a lot of them if you're making the ones that you are shooting. Sure, so. I mean it, it uh, covers up a lot of you know, fallacies, deficiencies when you're making shots. I mean that's as simple as simplified as the game of basketball can come down to. It's who can make more shots than the other team, yeah. who can put the ball in the hoop more than the other team, and I. I think um, last year, last night, I don't think Tech defended very well. I'm sure Grant McCaslin, being more of a defensive coach, uh, was is all over them on that this week. But because the offense was so good, the, the defense didn't seem to matter. Four turnovers in the game. That is the least amount of yep. turnovers you've had in a game in 10 years. Yep. I think I saw a caller tweet that. It was you know, since 2013. Um, so that's impressive. I love seeing the team take care of the ball like that but all in all i i think i'm get i'm letting it i'm letting my excitement go up are you you're raising it up it's rising yeah sure i mean i was a i was a, probably an eight or nine win guy before the season started i would probably say it's only risen to 10 to 11 wins so far in league play which is an automatic tournament bid in the yeah. big 12 you get 10 or 11 you're you're in nine is pretty well automatic so it hadn't gone through the roof i'm not saying tech's gonna win a big 12 championship but man that's that's a team that right now is somewhere in the top five to seven teams uh in the big 12 now yeah got 16 games to play the next four will be i think three of them are ranked against yeah. ranked opponents yeah, so the next four will tell you a story get to t- get to get tested uh and really the next one you have against kansas K-State. state Mm-hmm. is another you need to win that game. It's another one of those you're on your home floor. They haven't looked as good as most thought they would coming into the season. So need to find a, win, a way to win that game. Um, and I'm, I think that Texas Tech will. I think he'll go in as probably a, a five to seven point favorite and hopefully come out three and oh. And goodness gracious. After last year, anything feels pretty good at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you won. I think you got your second Big 12 win on February 11th last yeah. year. Second Big 12 win on February 11th. Yeah, last year was rock bottom. January 9th, you got your second win this year. So it feels a little bit better. Absolutely. Sure. Y'all can chime in. We'll bring you some headlines coming up next. Uh, fill you in on what's going on tonight. Some of the box score from last night as well. And uh, top sports stories of the day. You're listening to the bottom line. Hang with you till three today on 100.7 The Score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is time for Power Rankings. I'll go go Power Rankings. I, I got it. We never did that once. It just, that was the fun. Oh, okay. That was fun. He's Matt Estes, and I'm Choice Woodman. We're here in the First United Bank studio. Clint Scott across the way. I am, uh, you know, 56% sure that I got this 90% right okay. on my Power Rankings. 
so this was pretty tough to do because every time I'd be like, okay, this is where this team is. Oh, that team might be better than them. A little difficult in the Big 12, two games in or one game in for some teams, but uh, we're going to make an effort at it. I feel very confident about my top two teams. I feel very confident about my bottom two teams. Okay. Everything you start the from middle? the bottom and working up? Of course. Okay. Going Drizzy style. All right. Number 14, West Virginia. Number 13, Oklahoma State. Number 12, the University of Central Florida. Number 11, Cincinnati. I know they mm. were close to being ranked this week. That was our first difference. Okay. Number 10, BYU. And yes, I know Cincinnati beat BYU, but I don't care. Number nine, Texas. Number eight, Texas Christian. Number seven, Kansas State. Right now, I don't think they'll stay there. Number six, Texas Tech. Number five, Iowa State. Number four, Baylor. Three, OU. Two, Can- two Houston and one, Kansas. Though. Two, Can. Two, Can. Two, All Houston after the loss last night and one, Kansas. So, how different are we? Pretty close on just about everything. Oh, okay. So, yep. Okay. Go for it. I, th- I think you're good. Not not too far off? No. Nothing like crazy misplaced in your mind? No. I I, I won't I won't run through all of mine, but I had Cincy at you ten. Can, you can run through I had all. Cincy at ten of mine. Okay. Uh so I had West Virginia fourteen. Wait, who was your eleven then? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I had West go Virginia fourteen. Oklahoma State 13, so we are good there. Central Florida 12. Okay. Um, this is where it kind of got a bit different. I have TCU at 11. Okay. Um, there's probably just some some hatred on my end that that's like the school of the well, Big 12 be, for me that is just not my favorite, so yeah, I try I to think, find every way to <laughs> to hit them. I'm rooting against them tonight with OU. Um, I hope OU gets the road win, I think, uh, because I think TCU and Tech – are closer together in the in the rankings eventually. So I want TCU to go own two. But yeah, I think that's fair. I don't I don't think anywhere from seven to eleven TCU could is a wrong answer. Yeah. No. Uh ten I have Cincinnati. Okay. Uh nine I have Texas. So I think you were back you had Texas around nine. Same there, right? Yeah. Uh BYU right there at eight. Okay. Iowa State at seven, and then Kansas State six, and then Oklahoma five, Texas Tech four. All right. So, see, you got me drinking the juice a little more. Well, I, I mean, stepped in here and instantly started drinking the juice. Bring them up. Uh, but, no, I, I think that's, you know, I think Tech could easily go four to six, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to give them that four spot. Why not? Baylor three, Houston two, and then, of course, where the refs follow, Kansas is at one. So that one hurt just because I have to look in the window across from me. Well, it's Senior Jayhawks turn to go. You could have way. said that at any point in the, like any segment. Could say that about a commercial. It probably just hurts to look to look through, <laughs> look through the window right now. <laughs> Looking at you through the glass. <laughs> Stone sour. Is that it? I don't know. Go on. Um. So, at, is that the name at, of that band? Something sour. <laughs> Think it is stone sour. I don't know. Go on. So at first, I, I thought it was going to be difficult, like you said, to do this, uh-huh. but it really wasn't. When I just realized I'm going to be wrong either way. Okay. I'm very excited since this is my first, fair one. and I guess this is your guys' first Big Twelve Power Rankings this year as well. Correct? Or have you done some already? This is the first one I've done. Yeah, I don't think I've done one up to this point. So I'm excited to save this and then to revisit it. Sure. For the original to the ending one to see how different it is. Okay. Yeah. Because part of this is it's so early, I'm still partially going off of projections a little bit. A little bit. I test some yeah. of that. Um, but fourteen I have West Virginia. Thirteen I have UCF, so we're different there. Um I think they have already shown less than what Oklahoma State has, okay. as poor as that non conference is. Oklahoma State I have is twelve. BYU at eleven right now BYU even though the ranking I think that they are going to crumble uh I have Kansas State at 10 I need to see Mm. them play against a better opponent and not the bottom two of my 
power rankings. Uh, TCU at nine. I have Cincinnati at eight. I think I'm going to be the most wrong on them when it's all said and done. Uh, Texas at seven. Texas Tech at six. Iowa State at five. Oklahoma four. Baylor, Houston, Kansas. I have OU ahead of Baylor currently. I think I had them the highest of anybody. I'm starting to buy what they're selling. Baylor, I don't know. Baylor, I don't know that they're as good as I once thought. Um, I think they're still a good team and still a Big 12 contender. But there's, it's almost like if I'm tearing it out, Kansas and Houston are together. There's a little tier of Baylor by themselves. There's a gap. Probably No, probably Baylor and OU together. So, okay, so if you look at your power rankings right now, just for fun, who do you think will will have the most movement from where you have them? Like already admitting that you think you're going to be wrong. Uh, I think Kansas State, I have them at seven. I think they'll drop down to the potentially out of the tournament. Somewhere in that. Yeah, I could see. I had K-State at six. I'd probably say them or BYU. I had them at eight. I could see one of them falling. I have BYU at 10. I think they could rise again. You think they could go up? Two, seven. Probably top out at seven. Iowa State's one I still don't know. They're always going to win home games, but what do they do on the road? Right. So I've got them at five. They could fall as far as like nine, like be a bubble team for the tournament. And I wouldn't be shocked at that. I, I think the teams that would be tournament teams right now is obviously Kansas, Houston, OU, Baylor, Tech, Iowa State. I think TCU's in that conversation. And I think BYU's in at the moment. Do you think Texas could fall? Out of the tournament? Well, we had them nine. Where'd you have Texas? I have Texas at seven. And they may be the one that I could be the most wrong. Where they could on. drop. Yeah. I mean, they just and they could the all, And, and they could also go on a roll figure out that they are incredibly talented, uh, maybe not as talented as a Houston, Kansas, or Baylor, but are talented enough to be a top-half team and finish, I don't know, third or fourth. I think putting them right in the middle, the there's a huge gap that from what we've seen from the Longhorns that I could be wrong either direction. Yeah. yeah. So, Y'all can uh, chime in. Joey Brackett said he's got Tech in and Texas and K-State out as of today. Okay, I'd be okay with both yeah. those teams missing wouldn't wouldn't hurt my feelings. So I think you have uh, what eight Big Twelve teams in as of today. Is that right? Yes. yes, eight Big Twelve teams in. The Tech is one of the last four buys. TCU is one of the first four out. Texas and Kansas State are both on the next four out list. Yeah. So you have twelve potential tournament. Eleven potential tournament teams, according to Joe Lenardi. Potent teams that could be in the tournament. Of Kansas State, Texas, TCU, and BYU, which would be the most surprising if they didn't make the tournament? Say the four again. Kansas State, Texas, Texas, yeah, BYU and TCU, Texas, Texas, not TCU. I don't think it's even a. I would I would say Texas or K State, but I would lean with Texas. I, I go Texas, BYU, TCU, Kansas State in that order. Y'all chime in. Tell us what you think on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll get back to some of that coming up in just a little bit. Also have Kaylee's uh, Daily for your. Animal factage for the day. You're listening to The Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is The Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Happy Hump Day, y'all. It's the bottom line on 100.7 score and 107score.com. Joyce Woodman, Matt Esteson, and First United Bank Studio. Keep hitting us up. Many of you have. We'll catch up on some of your thoughts from the AIDS Flooring Center chat line 
coming up in just a moment. But uh, at this time, we have obligations. All right, gentlemen, this from Kaylee herself. We appreciate it as always. Kaylee says, There's been talk in the zoological community. Oh, zoological? Zoological. Zoological community about Australia limiting its global distribution of its endemic animals, similar to how China is taking back all their pandas. They're taking them back. So we'll explore one of (laughs) Australia's most famous endemic animals, the emu. Libity, bibbity. Mm -hmm. Emus are large, flightless birds that are included with a group of birds known as ratites. Nailed it. So I'm going with flightless birds are in this category due to their smooth sternum, which provides weight stability, but lacks flight ability. Emus are the second largest bird in the world, averaging, need a height? Uh, That'd be about four foot, three and a half, actually. You're going the wrong direction. Six. Five feet tall. Meet you guys right in the middle. There we go. And about plan. how many pounds in weight? I hadn't tried to pick one up in a while, but I'm going to say 200. Say three. 300? I'm glad to see you guys also overestimate on birds. About 70 pounds in weight. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. The one that me and Choice picked up earlier was, uh, was pretty heavy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't it know. must have been an obese one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and emu's been hitting the bird seat a little too hard. Uh, emus are one of the fastest running land birds reaching up to... <laughs> can we keep having you? 26 miles an hour. Well, that's a pretty good guess. One dollar, Bob. No, 23. <laughs> 30 miles per hour, choice wins. In a charged state, emus are known for their large personality and opportunistic diet preferences. Emus have a unique feather composition that makes their body appear as if it were covered in hair. This is due to the fact that unlike other birds, they're not like other birds, they have two feathers growing from one feather follicle, while other birds have one individual feather per follicle. This causes the feathers to appear lighter and more like hair. There you that go. Makes sense. Thank the you. Emu. I've noticed that because I'm I'm sort of hairy, so I've noticed there's some follicles that have like three hairs coming out of it. So maybe that's why. Maybe, maybe you're part emu. That's possible. <laughs> it's possible. So uh, I've actually spent a lot of time around emus in my life. Grandpa pops had them on the on the farm growing up. So did you get pecked? I, I don't know. No, they were pretty. Pretty calm. I I don't know that I ever tried picking one up. Now I wish I would have just to have answered that question better. Yeah, I was way off. Schwimmy, Schwami, Samsonite, <laughs> way off. Way off. All right. Thanks, Kaylee. <clears throat> uh, choice is an emo, not an emu. Oh, thanks, Clint. You're welcome. Okay. Emo. <laughs> I think Clint of of the three of us. Clint was definitely the most likely that he went through an emo phase. Oh, yeah. I had the swooped hair, lip ring. Over, over the eye? Oh, yeah. Well, we're wow. going to swoop it. I'm now, uh-huh. well, that's a, actually, as I asked it, I'm swooping it a different way now, you know, thinning hair. Uh, yeah, it off over, to the side. Over the, over the eye saying, like, get out of my room, Mom. It's not a phase. Okay. It's who I am. Have you, you look like a guy that you've never changed your fashion, really. Like this, like, and I'm the same. Like, I've pretty much worn, like, jeans and a T-shirt my entire like yeah, adulthood my... life of being able to make decisions like in high school and stuff. I never like went through phases of like, I almost dipped into the Jinko phase until my dad rung really? my neck and he was like, we're not buying those. And that ended it. You tried so, to go full on like, you baggy, know, I mean, parachute jeans. I, I think I wanted it more than I thought that they were going to look good because they were popular. Every time I think Jinkos, I think of one of my buddies named Carlos or I think of well, high school buddy or I think of, uh, Pat, not Pat. What was his name? Uh, the quarterback, Jason White. Okay, you remember him? There was a uh, picture, like a Heisman picture of him, in the Jinkos. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. No. It's just. Yeah. I mean, full on. I think. Yeah, my yeah. dad was pretty pretty strict on that stuff. Like I, I, we never, I never owned a pair of Jinkos. And then when all the, because I think we're we're roughly 
close enough to the same age. Like I remember the, you know, that age where you wanted your ears pierced and dad was like, nope, we're not doing that. Yeah. Dad, all the kids are dyeing their hair blonde. Yep. Well, you're not. So, same here. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just stuck Boys, to the same. <laughs> I wanted to uh, pierce the ear because, uh, who was it, Brian from the Backstreet Boys had one. It was the right, the correct ear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, the, and then, yeah, the, the uh, bleaching of the hair. Yeah. The, the, yeah, there was a big... Big craze. Of yeah, that I didn't do any of That's that. That's making its way back around, apparently. Like, I know a lot of high school teams will do that when they make the playoffs and do playoff they'll, runs. They'll so dye their hair. Everybody goes bleach blonde. Okay. So, it's coming back around. Are perm, I think, perms a big thing for high school boys now? Yeah, it's, it's like starting to be. The long, yeah. I th- I, is, yeah. It's funny how things come around. Yeah. Uh, no way my dad was allowing Jinkos in my house. Yeah. Yep. Just, just not allowed. Uh, I think we've seen what would have been like for Jamie Rattail Lint. Oh, that was something. it was for Matt. Oh, okay. What I uh, called him JXL. JXL. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Sure. Uh, of course, there are emus on Rancho de Woodman. That was actually Rancho de Scott. Uh, they are. I don't have a ranch. Well, Scott's the uh, <laughs> grandpa's name. Uh, Raider Dad call me a criminal? Is that, is that what that reference is trying to get? <laughs> you like convict well, I think he was Jamie. Make it out of New York, and I'm a criminal. <laughs> I think what I think that's what he's going after. Yeah, he's uh, he's basically saying that if if Jamie never cut off the rat tail, like what would that Jamie look like? And it would be he would have grown into what you are into a six two guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what limited with the tattoo sleeve, and now I'm a criminal. <laughs> Cutting the rat tail, stunning his growth. Fair, fair enough. It's the Samson. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, someone says last season was not rock bottom for basketball. 15 to 20 years ago was rock bottom. Okay. You, it wasn't even 15. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, the Billy Gillespie year, if I'm correct, was 2011. You won one conference game that year. One. Last year was not that far off of that. Yeah. And your expectations were far Far higher last year. I tie in the circus ending to the to the I, coaching regime yeah, of that as the well. Ending, like the ending, the rumors that went on the during the whole season. thing that was. Just, I think last year was yeah rock bottom. It was it was at least close enough. I think it was. I, I, you terrible. can have two rock bottoms. I think it's fine. You can you can state yeah. that 2011 was rock bottom because you were by far the worst team in the Big 12, um, and that was bad. And then who was it? Then Billy Gillespie has his own circus that goes on yep. here. And Chris Walker takes over for a year, and finally you get some stability with Tubby Smith. Um, but, yeah, I, I would say what was more miserable was last year because there were expectations tied to it. And all of the, man, people are looking at us like a clown show in Lubbock, Texas. Yeah. With all that's coming out and the rumors. and Yeah, and- I, I think it was... Yeah, far more miserable for me as a fan because my expectations were pretty low in 2011. I didn't think you would win one conference game. I didn't think it would be only one, but, yeah, it was still still plenty bad. Yeah, and I think that's what was hard for me with the football season this year is, like, my expectations were really high mm-hmm. coming in. And, uh, you know, looking how the team closed the season, it was great how we closed the season, but it, that's what made – the yeah. losses this year so much worse for me personally is like my expectations were just probably a little higher you know, through the roof than you know I got to temper those down a little. So it says so. Tech was not far from making the tournament last year. That's because of how tough the Big Twelve. Yeah, is. the big, the conference was loaded. That's what kept you even in that conversation. But it, again, misery level. I'm just going personal. It it was terrible last year. Yep. Um, Sneed says feather follicle horse name. Nice. Yeah. At 56, today's the first day I've ever heard of Jinkos. Yeah, go Google it if you haven't. It You're is, not missing much. It's up there with parachute pants. Is, uh, or not, hammer pants. Ha- MC hammer pants. Hammer pants is, is ones that are very questionable fashion decisions from our, our past. Yeah. Clint uh, blessing us with... It's not a phase. Emo's not dead. Who is this, all-time low? <laughs> 
bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thanks for hanging with us on a Wednesday. You got the bottom line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Josh Foppel, now in the First United Bank studio with us. Clint Scott across the way. Thanks to Matt Estison for filling in for Sneeder, who was filling in for Jamie, who was probably filling in for someone else. I don't know. The dominoes stopped there for me. Uh, keep hitting us up. You got thoughts, you got questions, comments, whatever you got, bring it in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7 The Score mobile app brought to you by Happy State Bank. Uh, first, most important question to you, have you ever owned a pair of Jinkos? I have not. You know what I'm talking about when I say Jinkos. I mean, it's one of those names sounds familiar, but I probably couldn't tell you what it is off the top of my head. From, uh, I'd say mostly 90s, maybe early 2000s, jeans that were as baggy as could possibly uh, be. No, I was never... Uh... I, I like my jeans to fit, so I was never a... Uh, like, no. Just very... They weren't baggy, like, at the waist. I mean, yeah. people wore them that way, but they were just... Sure. I, I've seen... Uh, I wasn't in it, but I was around, like, the tech step uh, dance, like, oh, the, the yeah. hard step, and that was that was real big in the hard step because it makes you look like you're floating. Wait, what's tech step? I was thinking you were talking about little skateboards for a little Oh, bit. no, 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 tech decks. Yes. Those are the... Yeah. What is tech step? Um, it's, it's tech just step is when they style. travel in a basketball game. Yes, it is. <laughs> Here we go. Jayhawk with the refs on his side. No, here. it was just a uh-huh. whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. Defensive immediately. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Got to keep going. <laughs> so, uh, no Jinkos for you. No, Did no you own Jinkos the tech for me. Sorry? Did you own the tech decks? I owned a couple, but I didn't. I never bought any, but they were gifted to me a couple of times okay. in uh, it, like school exchanges and sure. stuff. And yeah, I, I thought they were cool. I think I, I think the people who are back. really good at them, oh god, it's kind of impressive. They're coming back. All three of my boys uh, got tech decks? tech decks for Christmas. Wow. What about uh, homies? The are they white. coming back? I homies? remember homies. I just I, remember, I remember the name. I can't if, remember if, what it was. If there was. You know the little slot machine yeah, that oh, had a, yeah. it, it had those, it had the little crappy football helmets from the NFL, not like the better ones that had yeah. a machine, like the old plastic yeah. ones, and then sticky hands. Sticky hands. Sticky hands, yeah. Then of course, if you're a fatty like me, you just go for the candy. Well, it's like, the ones, the ones that were in, at least near us, they would have those three that weren't candy, and then it was like, oh, and here's a thing of runts, yeah. if you want to yeah. spend your quarter Where on that. Where did runts go? They're still in those same slot machines. Just oh, they're there. making their their business is exclusively those machi- those machines. Those run, th- those runs sat in that slot machine for 15 years before I even got to them. So sure. now they're like 45 years old. How same batch. You, never changed them out. The quarter. <laughs> it's the only thing inflation hasn't touched. Right. It's, it's runs. runs. <laughs> Uh, Run sticky hands. More from the chat line catching up there. Val says the only thing I talked to my parents into was when they took me to buy a new suit. They let me get a Nehru, any H R U jacket, mid sixties when the Beatles were wearing them. Okay. 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 Um, someone we we're talking about tech basketball, comparing last season to 2011. I still feel like 2011 was worse. No direction, no real support, no hope. In a way, last year we was bad, but we had. We have Womble, we have NIL, we have infrastructure, facilities, 22-23 was, in my opinion, easier to improve and find hope from than 2011. In the first part of this 23-24 season is kind of proving that point so far. Knocks on a lot of wood. That's a fair point. I mean, in terms of the the program depth and what you dove to, that was rock bottom. Uh, I felt like it felt worse to me last year. Yeah, that's those are all fair points. Big Huey says had a fair, had a pair of Jinko jeans. They were the worst fashion idea ever. Not <laughs> sure why my parents let me get them. Also did the bleached hair. Never did the earring. Dad said if I ever showed up that's with a piercing, he'd rip it out with pliers. My dad said the same thing. Grown, grown up very, very dad thing to say at the time. So I think the the frosted tips I think were were popular. Yeah. Uh, in 
I mean, like the like the boy bands did it. Like Lincoln Chester Bennington's first hairstyle was the frosted tips. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was very popular. I remember the frosted tips. <laughs> I never had them. Lucas had them like a, a year ago. He really no joke. Frosted tips. Wow. So it's time for a pop quiz. You need a pop quiz. I need a pop quiz. Oh no, pop I'm quiz. famously pop bad quiz. at these. Did you know uh, we're enemies this week? Uh, no. You're a Packers fan and I'm oh, a Cowboys yeah. fan. Okay, yeah. We're enemies this week. So I'm going to try to make you look bad as a Packers fan. <laughs> that is my goal. You will succeed. Um, there are 28 players in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Players or coaches in the Pro Football Hall of Fame that were once Packers. Okay. I'm going to take it easy on you. You just have to name 10. 10. Uh, 10 out of 28. And that's not even half. <sighs> this is going to be bad. Okay, well, let's get the easy ones out of the way. Okay. Uh, Brett Favre. Got him. Uh, Bart Starr. Bart Starr, good. Okay, now let's go Minister of Defense, Reggie White. Good job. Um, what this, is where, six? this is where it starts getting rough <laughs> for me. Um, I think Charles Woodson's in the Hall of Fame. Yes, I was about to say he's one of your favorites, right? Um, 2021, he went in. Okay, so let's see from here. I don't think anybody since... Uh, I don't think there was anybody even five to ten years before Favre. So I'm going to have to start getting into some legacy teams. Um, Vince Lombardi, is he count? He's in. I'll give it to him. Uh, Curly Lambeau. That's five. Good job. Six. Okay. Oh, goodness. Not bad so far. Okay. Ron Wolf. Ron Wolf went in right before Brett Favre. Oh, wow. Seven. Okay, cool. Um... And those, those are that, that's being generous right there because that's a those are front office. Yeah, and, and he it, told you if you go I perfect, said, he'll buy your lunch at the Texas Tech Club or whatever Snoop throws out. Well, I was thinking more like the gas station down the street. Uh, so you got seven so far. Okay, so I need Without three more. Ron Woodson. It's a. I don't think that's. Oh, it's <laughs> me. Is it really? <laughs> I was one. hoping that was. You got seven so far. Okay. One strike. Freeman isn't one of them. Um, I don't think they put in Sterling Sharp. Um, I'm going to have to go... Th like, you don't think of them as Packers. They were just on Packers teams. There's five on the list that were... That spent the, ma the majority of their career elsewhere. Yeah. Okay, that's where I'm going to start. I'm going to have to start going on, on those... These are a little lesser known to me, probably. Um, Done so well. You've got seven. Oh, crap. Oh, I'm blanking. I don't know that I have any more in me. Are you waving the white flag? Um. Well, I mean, if we're coming up on music, yeah. I don't no, think but I'm I'll, get I'll let you hold them. over. I'll let you continue after some headlines. Okay. Look on your phone. Sure. You got three more. Let's okay. Two strikes. It is... I have two strikes? No, sorry. One, oh, okay. Two strikes to go. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> you like panicked. I panicked. <laughs> got two? <laughs> yeah, I was just throwing another one in there for fun. Joyce actively looks for, you know, yeah. the participants to fail, so that wouldn't have put it past I do them. not. I do not. I'm not like... Ugh. Hacks over there. It's the bottom line. We'll hit you with... Uh, take versus take, actually. Coming up next on 100.7 score. <laughs> Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is time for Take versus Take. Josh is be very excited about. He's got the questions. Choice. He's Josh. Clint across the way. I haven't lost one of these in a really long time, so. Except for the last time we played. <laughs> that one didn't count, remember? It was deemed uh, The ineligible. trophy that's on the wall says otherwise. It's ineligible downfield. So, All right, Josh. So I'm just going to note that I have my notes app open. Okay, not, and, not uh, some Packers list. Open. Yeah. Okay. It wouldn't be very useful to me at this point. I was just like, why would it matter if you're asking questions if you're looking stuff up? But I forgot we're still like right, yeah. mid-quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Which I'll already tell I'll already, I'll already tell our listeners. I don't think I have any more in me. I have like two more guesses, 
and I think they're both going to be wrong. Okay. Um, okay. Um, which team brand would suffer most from having to be named after the city that they are actually in? So the best examples I could think of are like the New York teams, New York Giants, New York Jets, but their okay. stadium is in New Jersey. Which brand, which team brand do you think would suffer most from having to be named like the New Jersey Jets or the New Jersey Giants? Okay. Uh, who do I want to start? Yeah, so let's just you, have you start. Are you saying, so like it could be a state or is it actually got to be the city? It's got to be the city. Because that would have been. So like let's, the best example, also another example is the Dallas Cowboys stadium has famously never been Why in Dallas. Why are you giving away all the answers? Well, you have to make a case for it. Oh, Okay. Well, I think the Dallas Cowboys was going to be my answer. Okay. The Cowboys, if you're saying, hey, the Dallas Cowboys are the Arlington Cowboys, yeah. doesn't doesn't ring <laughs> quite as much. Plus, Dallas Cowboys are one of the historic franchises in all of sports. So if if the, everybody had to go to that, be like, oh, the Arlington Cowboys. Wait, Virginia? Then... <laughs> I think that would there's like three major Arlingtons in in America, so I think that would really uh, really diminish that brand quite a bit. Okay. So I don't know if this is going to count. It doesn't. But I but I firmly believe it. Okay. Because especially I'm obviously well versed in this. The hate between the state of Kansas and Missouri is real, and and it will never go away. On anything. So this isn't like going with the actual city, but if Kansas City, the Royals or the Chiefs leaned into that they're on the Missouri side, I think a lot like half of their fans would disappear just because they were leaning into the Missouri side of where they're at. Right. So it doesn't change the name of Kansas City, but if they leaned into Kansas City, Missouri Chiefs, Kansas City, Missouri Royals, 50% of their <laughs> fan base would go, you know what? It's not worth it. Like Golden State is just Golden State instead of like San Francisco instead mm -hmm. of like a yeah. it, it'd be the Missouri Chiefs. Yeah, <laughs> like if you really leaned into the te technically the side that they are on of Kansas City on that state line, that would be emotional damage to a lot of people. I think that's really emotional funny. Emotional damage, horse name. Emotional damage. I think it's really funny, especially because of the Kansas City side of it and stuff. But I do think the Cowboys are probably the more accurate answer. I do think at over time people would be more likely to lean into Arlington Cowboys than uh, Missouri, though. So, But choice gets the point. Missouri. Yeeps. All right, next one. If you were... I just bore my soul to not get the point. It's terrible. <laughs> you did. Okay, which movie, terrible or otherwise, that is widely not great... Are you the biggest apologist for that you think is great or you really enjoy? Uh, and Clint, you will start this one. And why should I see it and love it? Let's add that as the addendum. I think mine might be the remake of The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler and a bunch of WWE superstars. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. But it gets a lot of like hate around it. I don't too. understand that. And and I better than the first one i have watched it so much on tbs i've probably watched it more unbroken or broken up than i have just like sat down and watched it from start to finish it's like that 90s 2000 syndrome where like you i've seen most of this movie because of commercials and you're just not really sure if you've seen the whole thing all the way yeah. through when i first saw that in i don't know high school or whatever early yeah. high school it was i quoted like gannacorn gannacorn and i'll be fine so much it's sportsmanship. Try it. <laughs> Shouldn't have had that popcorn. Kevin Nash. All right. Um, which which one of my two mainstays do I go with here? You got to beat the Longest Yard remake. <laughs> All right. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to go with a sports movie as well. I was going to go back to the future three. Okay. But we're going to go with sports movie. And everybody knows my answer that's listened for any experience extended period of time it's major league two okay major league two is at least as good as major league if not better i will state that um it brings us characters like rube baker who uh, i mean he is he's like i made the rooster and we instead of the roster 
Uh, he, we also get m more memorable quotes from Bob Euchre in the movie, as well as more memorable quotes from Lou Brown, which is the manager. The uh, winning streak quote says, We won a game yesterday. If we win again today, that's two in a row. If we win tomorrow, that's called a winning streak. It has happened before. That's in Major League Two. Most people don't realize that. Major League Two, fantastic movie. Lots of fun. You should watch it. Okay. Have you seen it? Strong cases? I have not seen it. Okay, you need to watch yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I'm not trying to break down because I think it's a great answer. Is there a lot of hate that goes towards Major League Two? I, I, I know so. that there's a lot of that go. Like it's not as people think, hey, it's it's Major League and then it's Major League Two. It's not as good. But I didn't think it had that much like oh, I think there's disdain of, for it. Like people that think it's a fairly big drop off on the movies. Okay. Uh, Bill Goldberg is one of my favorite wrestlers oh my growing up. And uh, the only the only thing that could have made that movie better was if Booker T made an appearance. Uh, oh yeah, he, Bill Goldberg didn't even have a number; he was an X. He was an X, yes. which was perfect. And he did the spear. You're only uh, picking it because you've seen that movie. I love the uh, I, I the edit on TV fine. too. Like, I think I broke his freaking neck. I think he broke his freaking neck. That's was, not what you said. Yeah, I know. I, I think that's that is actually incredibly funny. The censored versus the uncensored. And if we're talking about the comparison between like the levels of hate those movies received, I do think that the Longest Yard remake. I don't know why people think so yeah. highly of the first one. It's as good as it's the fun. remake. It, I I agree with you. I, I think it's it's yeah. as good. I think it's better. Um. Yeah. I I I like it a lot more. Uh. You have okay. So Clint gets the point on that one. All right, folks. You have one dish to make for Gordon Ramsay. You have to be able to make this dish. Um, what are you making for Gordon Ramsay that is in your storied book of recipes that isn't going to get you told off and be called an idiot? Sandwich? So am I trying to win some sort of competition for him? Uh, is that what we're going after? I guess you would be... Oh, I hadn't thought about that, I guess. Yeah. Because if I'm going like extra... Ballsy, I'm going for his dish. His dish? Uh, Extra ballsy horse name. Yeah. I'm not going to, oh, hold on. I'm going to tell you right off. I don't believe for a second you've tried any of Gordon Ramsay's recipes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Have, have you? Yes. I, I, I'm I'm a pretty big Gordon Ramsay fan. Okay. And Does he have a dish called Chicken Gordon Blue? Just asking <laughs> for a friend. He should lose the point just for that. <laughs> Dad joke's not for a little bit. The uh, I, I'm going to go Beef Wellington for him. And I've done this, his recipe before, uh, multiple times at the house, and it and it's turned out well. So the hardest part to get down is the pureeing of the mushrooms to, uh, to put on the outside of. That's the, the hardest part, really. To get it when, right, when you say the, when you say like okay. the hardest thing to get down, you mean because it tastes so bad when oh, you no. make it that like I can't even swallow it. No, or? but it is a uh, that that's what I would go after because I think. If you do it the right way, it's going to win him over. Okay. So that's fine. The problem is, is you would. are not going to do it the right way. There's plenty of professional chefs who've probably tried this and got called, you know, dumb donuts or I'm, something. I, dumb uh, donuts. That's good. Clint, I would make it for you and I would stand by it, but I don't want to spend $40 on your So I'm going to go the opposite direction because I want to give myself a chance. I might give you the point just for that right there. <laughs> and then I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. He put the Booker T call in. I don't. He knew it. I'm gonna oh. go with the area that, like, I, I don't think he's gonna be as well versed in. And I'm going Cajun. It's also a strong suit of mine. Uh huh. And I'm going to cook the longest stewed down pot of gumbo anyone has ever seen. Mm. And I, I, no one has ever not liked it when I've made it. Still waiting. Wait. But I also don't think like he would be, you know, as much I guess in depth with that kind of cooking in that area. So I feel like that also gives me a chance. Interesting. Okay. Well, we're uh, short on time, so I'll give the results and okay. uh, my failure at naming Packers Hall of Famers when we come back. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. 
Glad to be part of your Wednesday. You're listening to The Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Josh Foppel in for Jamie Lint today. Lint's got back behind the glass. All right, uh, business to clean up. First, the winner of Take versus Take is... Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, maybe a loaded bit of a question because uh, I was... Uh, I didn't expect you to be such a foodie, and okay. I appreciate the ambition, so oh. I'm going to give you the He's, point. No, oh, no oh, chance. Right. No shot. All right. No, that is totally the wrong way to approach that. You don't think I would... I'll make it for you. He bro. would tear you up. Huh? No, he wouldn't. Yes, you, you would be Ramsey'd he would, he would in half like, a second. He would like my beef wellington. You, this might, yeah, you this, wouldn't even have to take off the little dome on the platter like, for him I, to know that he was going to hate it. I'll give you the point things. if you can tell me what that's called. It's the dome on a platter. <laughs> what is it called? You had a chance. You almost, you almost retroactively got the point. Yeah. Which apparently we can do. Now he's looking it up. No, what's it called? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know it's not I what it's thought, called. It has a like, weird name. I thought he so had I could have like, just made away. something no, up. No, I know. And it's like, it's a Shawlister. Everyone knows this. <gasps> exactly what <laughs> that, it is. I, I might have given you the point it's for that one. It's a Sterling Silver Shawlister. <laughs> I know it has like a weird, really, it's not even fancy. It's just a weird name. Uh, it's like, this is a Hank or something. No, it, it's, it's closer to what you said, uh, Shawlister, but it doesn't, it doesn't sound fancy. It just sounds like it sounds made up. I'm trying to find this one. Yeah. This um, is a Prevalier. It's a cloche. Yeah. There you go. That sounds like a shoe. Yeah, it does. Yeah, pretty That's much. Dumb. Be a clog. I'm glad we got rid of take versus take. <laughs> we did now. <laughs> All right, champs. Woo! Uh, I'm real. infuriated with Josh. There yeah, are a well. few things you know. You have your your things you would make that you'd put up against anybody. Yeah. The yeah the Gordon Ramsay recipe that I do for steak for like fillet mm -hmm. I put up against most. So I do copy him a lot. But I put my burgers up against anybody, too. Gordon Ramsay has a famous uh, a viral video in which he makes a terrible grilled cheese. Like, he tries melting a not very melty cheese over okay. a fire for not very long. I would put my grilled cheese against okay. his grilled cheese. Okay. And I, I was describing this to Clint a Monday or something like that, that I made a grilled cheese over the weekend. And it's the best grilled cheese I've ever had. Wow. And I, I feel like y'all should be cooking for us, you know, talking about this stuff like gumbo and grilled cheese. You're the one with the Gordon up. Ramsay yeah, recipe sure, that's sure. a take versus take winner, no. apparently. Y'all uh, need to br bring, I think, next week for lunch, uh, gumbo and grilled cheese. Let's it's it's funny that you potluck. you talk about a grilled cheese over an open flame. Yeah, because this weekend I saw Choice try to do that with his. <laughs> I did hand. attempt. What? Well, I did attempt to try to uh, melt the cheese in my hand over the open flame at the on a campfire. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Surprisingly, it went about as well as possible because he didn't get burnt. I so, did. Oh, okay. Did Not it melt? Bad. No. What kind of cheese was it? Munster. Oh. Hmm. Okay. I I don't know. How I didn't well have that melts. I didn't have like tongs or something because sure. that would have worked a lot better. Okay. All no. it did was made it. Just it was equally cold as it started and just super smoky. It was like now like oh monster gosh. cheese taste with like an ashtray. Yeah, it was not like good, <laughs> you know, mesquite smoke like the rest of the food. It was right on top of the ashes. I appreciated the effort though. It was it was mm. worth the effort. All right, so finish out. Um you were nice to me and gave me the win. I'm about to give you a loss on the pop yeah. So Okay, so I have three guesses. I know two of them are wrong, but I think one is a toss-up. Okay. Um, I think Sterling Shepard is the only one that I have that, like, is... I don't think he played long enough is the thing. His brother definitely went in, but uh, Sterling sh Sharp. Um, Strike two. Dang it. Ah! We uh certain that Sterling Shepard isn't also what the little dome is called with the tray? Sterling Sharp. That's why I, I corrected it right at the last second. But uh, yeah, so I don't think you're missing a guy that. from the '90s. Yeah, and I don't know who that is. Oh, well, my two 50s, guesses are those '70s and '80s. I don't know 60s. anything about the Packers from the '70s and '80s. Okay, I know who who Brett Favre replaced, like in name only, and I think I'll get the name wrong. Uh, I don't know anything about the Packers from the '70s and '80s. There's two really famous names you're missing: Ray Nitschke. Nitschke. 
Oh yeah, okay, Nishki. I've, I've already like. Oh. I wouldn't have gotten him. Okay. So, uh, so my two guesses, I'll just get him out of the way. I don't think. Uh, so Antonio Freeman and Amon Green are probably my guesses. Amon Green, I don't think is like the lower of those guesses, mm. and I don't think Antonio Freeman. Like, if they didn't put Sterling Sharp in, I don't think Antonio Freeman's getting. Drag three and four. There. Yeah. So I should. Okay, so. Nitschke. Packers fan, Nitschke is probably one you should get. Paul I've never Hornig. heard that pronounced, actually. I've only ever read that name. Paul Hornig. Okay, so that's one I'm... Yeah, I've, that's a big one. Yeah. Uh, other than that, the last guy in mm-hmm. from two years ago, Leroy Butler. Oh, wow. That's okay, yeah. guy that you missed. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty well it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty well it. All of them else were hard. If you asked me to do the same thing for the Cowboys... You get, I, I think like you I get, like, get five real easy. Yeah, I think I then... could get ten because I just think back to the Ring of Honor guys they had on the field a couple of weeks ago, and most are in the Hall of Fame. But it would be a difficult task. I just so it's wanted... time for a pop quiz. No. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm okay. just kidding. <laughs> no. No, but I. it was, you know, fully on purpose because of... Yeah, because of the matchup. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I wanted to. Uh... I I don't actually I actually don't feel too bad about that because uh, I think I got all of the really big ones, and even if I had gotten the two that you said I should have gotten, that would have been right at nine. And yeah, I still I tough. still Leroy Butler, I probably wouldn't have. I that one, I'll, it'll take me years to actually get that into my. Collier memory. did text me to tell you that, but I wasn't going to give you that. Eh. I was going to ask for a lifeline, but even with Next. the. I wouldn't have gotten it even with uh, some help. You got a question? Time now for Jamie's question of the day. Brought to you by someone not named Jamie. I do. Okay. We we threw around a version of this question just in passing conversation earlier this week, but I want to make it official and I want to change it just a little bit. Okay. Because I'm going to try to make this as gross as possible. Oh. All right. Who do you want to win the Big 12 out of these three teams if it had to be these three teams for basketball? Kansas? (laughs) That sounds on the recording now. Uh, Texas? Or TCU? God, you're a horrible human being for bringing that question up. Thank you. I'm glad you lost take versus take. That's funny. Um... I think I don't know. I don't think everybody's in the same boat as me on this. Uh, but Texas, I'm. I want them to lose everything on the way out the door. So, hate seeing, hate that they won the Big Twelve football championship for the first time in you know forever. It's a Frozen song, I think. Um, so Texas is the bottom of that list to me. TCU. I don't want them to catch up to where Texas Tech is, and a Big 12 championship helps them get more on the playing field in basketball, which makes no sense, playing court in basketball. Uh, so they're second, and then if it's Kansas, it just adds onto a pile. So you got the answer you wanted, Clint. You fished for it, and you got it. That's where I'd go, Kansas, then TCU, then Texas. This one's not actually not as difficult for me. I think Kansas is the easy answer for me. I don't share the same Texas hate as I as like I think most people, but the caveat to that is I I'm on the I'm on the same boat as I don't want them yeah. winning everything out the door, uh, like that just feels like you just win and then leave. I, I don't know that feels cheap. Yep. Which sure they earned it, but I can be petty. It's my question. Um, so well, technically it was my question. It's my yeah. answer. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I know there is like Jamie can't stand TCU. I know a lot of people can't and stuff, but, uh, I would feel better knowing that Kansas is just a pretty successful basketball program. Yeah. So, uh, you can kind of expect that. And I don't think it's any different if they happen to win the big 12. If Kansas wins, it's just another one for Kansas. Like it's, that's all it is. It's what like, if I swapped Kansas out with Baylor? That would not feel even worse. Great, probably. The question gets worse, but then I still put Baylor as the first one for the same reasons. I think I would too. Because Baylor is there in basketball. They're on that level right now. They've won a recent national title. 
but yeah, it would still be Baylor as the least detestable, I guess. It's a horrible question. <laughs> Thank you. Horrible. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.